0: Hold on to those Afterburners Fire Nation JLD here and welcome to episode 1611 of EO Fire. Right shout with today's most successful entrepreneur 7 days a week. Check out Fire Nation our free podcasting course so that you can create grow, and monetize your podcast over at freepodcastcourse.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest Drew Manning. Drew are you prepared to ignite?
1: Oh, I'm ready, man. Let's do this. Yes. <laughs>
0: Drew is the New York Times bestselling author of the book, Fit to Fat to Fit, and is best known for his fit 2 fat 2 fit.com experiment that went viral online. He's been featured on shows like Dr. Oz, Good Morning America, The View, and many more. His experiment has become a hit TV show called Fit to Fat to Fit, airing on A&E. Ooh, Drew, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life.
1: Yeah, for sure. So basically, I did that Fit to Fat to Fit experiment over five years ago, and it was such a humbling, uh, life-changing experience because here I was, grew up my entire life in shape, and so I couldn't really relate to my overweight clients, right? I worked in the health and fitness industry. And I thought I knew what they needed to do to change, which was just eat healthy and exercise, but it couldn't really relate to them. And they couldn't relate to me because for me, it was easy to be in shape. And so I felt like I needed to do this journey of, of getting fat on purpose, as crazy as it sounds. And so, yeah, I stopped exercising for six months. I ate junk food for six months, and it was it was – it was fun at first. It felt like freedom, but really quickly over about a month or so, you're trapped. And, and that's where the lessons started to learn uh, that I started to learn along the journey. And it totally changed my perspective. And here we are today with a New York Times bestselling book of the lessons I learned and now a TV show where I am uh, coaching other trainers through this process so they can be more empathetic and have more respect for their clients.
0: So there's something, Drew, that I like to talk about called the curse of knowledge. In Fire Nation, it is so real. like Because you know something or it comes easy to you, you just assume that it's the same for other people. And Drew had the curse of knowledge about being fit. He's like, "Um, hello, wake up, work out, eat healthy, you're fit, look in the mirror, you look great. Not always that easy, Fire Nation. The curse of knowledge is real in fitness, in health, it's reality in business. Believe me, there's this... Acronym that I love, Drew, is I-L-T, invest, learn, teach. Why? Because if you do that, you start to learn and understand where your clients, where your customers are coming from because you're going to be able to interact with them in a meaningful way. So don't the curse of knowledge, Fire Nation sink your ship. Now, Drew, obviously fitness is a big expertise that you have. What is something within fitness, within health, something that you think that we as entrepreneurs probably don't know that we should
1: Everybody needs to understand that they are a better entrepreneur. They are a better husband, a better brother, sister, employee, whatever it is, CEO, when we take care of our health first. So we think that we just need to grind, 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 sacrifice our health, make that wealth when in reality, you're doing yourself a disservice because you're pouring from an empty cup if you don't really uh, take your health as that and and make it a priority in your life. And so that's one thing. I think people know that. That's the thing is I think people know that, but they don't really – um, take the bull by the horns and really do it. And so, uh, I think that's the problem with a lot of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs that I see is they sacrifice their health to make that wealth.
0: Well, you're right, Drew. We do know that. So let's dig deeper. Let's get into a real tactic, a real tip. Like you are always staying cutting edge. You're learning new things about fitness, about health. I'm not, I rely on people like Uh you to tell me. So what's something that I don't know that I should about this? You've probably learned recently that you're like, Oh, that's pretty cool
1: the biggest thing that i've learned recently honestly is is the value of becoming your own self-experimentation right so what i did 5 years ago fit to fit was a great self-experiment because it taught me so much and it got me out of my own you know shell if you will and gave me a totally different perspective when it comes to your everyday average entrepreneur uh, we look for people to tell us okay what do i do And we've been looking for that our whole lives, right? We're looking for that magic pill. We're looking for that magic program that's going to give me that six pack. When in reality, we need to become our own, you know, Drew Manning's or Tim Ferriss's self experimenters so that we know what's optimal for us. And so the way I teach people to do that is to one is to do blood work on a regular basis, get your body fat tested on a regular basis, and be open to trying new diets that are out there. So for example, if you've never tried ketosis, for example, Give it a try for 30 or 60 days straight or if you never tried veganism or paleo or whatever it is, give it a try for 60 days, uh, do your blood work, get your body fat tested and find out what is optimal for you because I could tell you what has worked for me but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to work. Uh, or be optimal for you. Does that make sense?
0: It makes so much sense in Fire Nation blood work on a regular basis. Like a lot of people don't equate that with being healthier, knowing your body. We have to get to know our bodies. We have to experiment on our bodies. And that means investing in ourselves with time, with money. But if we want to be optimal, if we want to live the life most fulfilled that we can, it's going to take these things. It's going to take this energy. It's going to take this bandwidth. Now, Drew, you again have gone from fit to fat to fat fit again. And you've had the ups and the downs that comes with that kind of transformation. But what would you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date? Take us to that moment. Tell us that story.
1: Yeah. So let me tell you a little bit about that. When Fit had to Fit it took off, I was a one man show. I didn't have a PR team. I didn't have connections. Um, I didn't have this great marketing strategy. It kind of just went viral. And I'm like, okay, what do I do now? And what's interesting, and maybe some people can relate to this is when it took off, I had friends coming out of the woodwork, you know, offering their services. They're like, "Oh, Dr. Oz, you know Dr. Oz, I think I have this great idea for you and I and I'm a nice guy, so I'm very trusted. I'm like, "Yeah, I would love to do business with you, man." And and, and so I kind of jumped on that that wagon if you will of, "Oh, you're a friend of mine. I'm sure you'll 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 help me out." And so I um I trusted some people to do certain things for me, when in reality, that was probably one of the worst things I could have done, because let's just say I have less friends now because of these situations where um, I I trusted certain people that were friends instead of finding who was the right person for the job.
0: Well, let's get specific here. I don't have to share names or exact anything because I know you want to keep certain things private, but what exactly was that worst moment? Take us there.
1: Okay, I think the worst one, honestly, was... Um, I had a friend who had connections with people in the supplement industry and they saw all the traffic I was getting and, and, uh, how, how big my social media was growing. And they said, Hey, we, I have connections to do these types of products for you, proteins, you know, all these different types of supplements. I'm like, yeah, of course I, am a big fan of supplements and I would love to formulate my own, like, let's just jump on it. And and then there were some things that were done behind the scenes that I didn't know about until six months later, or a year later when, uh, you know, Uh, let's say crap hit the fan and I was like what happened like you guys didn't tell me all of these all these decisions you guys were making behind the scenes and I was just kind of left out in the open exposed when now those products are no longer available they were out there for about a year they were they were pretty successful but I I just didn't have the control I didn't um, I didn't uh, have the knowledge of what was going on behind the scenes and some things were done kind of behind my back does that make sense so that was one of my worst It's hard to talk about, honestly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it makes a lot of sense in Fire Nation. This is just a lesson that needs to be absorbed. You have to be protective of your brand. If it's your name, if it's your business, if it's your anything, you have to make sure that you have complete understanding and control over this. Because there's a great Warren Buffett quote, which I love. You know, it takes twenty years to build a relation and it takes five minutes to lose it all. And it really can be that easy. You have to have so much care when it comes to you, your business, your brand. Now, Drew on the flip side, take us to one of your greatest ideas to date. One of those aha moments where this light bulb went off and you said, yes, tell us that story.
1: Well, other than the the light bulb going off of my fit to fit journey, right? That was kind of my, uh, you know, moment of, okay, I think I need to do this. No one's ever done this before. And look where it's become. I think the next thing beyond that was the TV show idea. Um, so here I was going on TV shows like Jay Leno and Dr. Oz and And, um, I, uh, actually a production company first reached out to me and then we had some meetings about a possible TV show and we were brainstorming some ideas. And, and when we were brainstorming the, uh, the concept of what the TV show would look like, uh, came, came to us and we decided on a, the structure of the TV show. But here's, what's funny is we went out and pitched it and, nobody bought it mm. <laughs> not one person bought it so for two years two and a half years i thought it was just dead in the water and i just kind of moved on with everything else saying okay the tv show is not going to happen and then just moving forward with my brand this is about three years later uh we went and repitched it again we me and the production company me and the production company repitched it again and we got a call two weeks later that a and e had bought the show And so, and so it was pretty, it was pretty remarkable. But the idea for a TV show, I never thought of that when I first started it, but it it took a couple of brainstorming sessions to come up with that idea. Wow.
0: I mean, Fire Nation, it is so important that we circle back on things. Like we can have these great ideas. Timing can mean everything. It might just not be the right time for anybody. It wasn't the right time then for A&E. It is now. It wasn't the right time for that person when they saw your Facebook ad then, but it might be now. You have to be continuous. You have to be consistent. You have to be diligent. You have to put yourself in the right places at the right time, and that's just a matter of having effort and having that opportunity come when the time is right. So, Drew, that's my big takeaway from your aha moment, but what do you want to make sure our listeners get from that story?
1: A couple things one is uh is is just because certain things fail at, at one point in time doesn't mean you can't revisit those those great ideas that you had in the past um or you think it's failed um i, I wouldn't say it sounds kind of cheesy saying never giving up on it right because I, I i didn't have control over it right so i had no control over it so here's one lesson that i think i think a lot of us can learn is is when the tv when the tv show didn't happen right away instead of saying oh well i failed i might as well you know, go back to my day job or I might as well find something else. Um, I had to adapt and I moved forward with other things, in my brand that took off since then. And so I, I built other programs and um, you know, worked on other projects for my brand instead of waiting around for that call of the TV show, th- putting all my eggs in one basket thinking, okay, they're going to call, I'm going to make it big and the TV show is going to happen. No, you can't, you have no control over that. And, but what you do have control over is, is you and your brand and where you take it from there. And so, yeah, I could have just sat back thinking, well, I'm just waiting for this one call, but I didn't, I moved forward with what I had, even though, you know, what I had wasn't a TV show. uh, You, you kind of have to still go forward with that and adjust to what's happening currently and not worry about those things that you can't control. So
0: I love that mentality, Fire Nation, because it is so important to diversify because you never know when something's gonna dry up, when the winds are gonna change, when the economy is gonna shift, whatever that might be, if you are diversified, you're not gonna have all those eggs in one basket that again could result in all those eggs being cracked in that one fall. So diversifying's key, realizing that, hey, I'm gonna continue working on my business, on my brand, despite what's happening in other areas and other lanes of opportunity is critical. Now, Drew, moving forward to today, what are you most fired up about?
1: That's a great question. So here's what's interesting is I'm currently, and this sounds a little crazy, but I'm currently on a, a seven-day fast. I'm on day five of my seven-day fast. Now, I know this sounds crazy to our generation who's had an abundance of food, but I'm doing this the seven-day fast as a self-experimentation, right? So I'm testing my blood work before. I'm testing my body fat percentage before. I'm doing it again afterwards after the seven-day fast to see if this type of fast, maybe once a year, is something that's optimal for me and my body. Um, I've done the research um, and I've uh, had a couple of people on my podcast that wrote um, a book about uh, the Complete Guide to Fasting and I've learned so much about the benefits, the health benefits, the therapeutic benefits, spiritual benefits of doing a fast like this, an extended fast. So here's what's weird: is I'm I'm a pretty decently, in, you know, in shape guy. I have muscle, and a lot of people think if you don't eat, you're going to lose your right. muscle. And so I want to put that to the test. So I'm five days with no food, just water and bone broth, and, uh, and exogenous ketones, and that's it for seven days. And so I've got a couple more days. I'm able to do this type of podcast. My brain is on fire. It, it feels amazing. It's so weird. Uh, you would think that I would just be miserable and just uh, feel horrible. The first two days were hard. But anyways, this is something that I'm super excited about. Also, I'm excited for season two of Fit to Fat to Fit coming up Yes, uh, next spring. We're filming that. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be on A&E uh, probably uh, March or April sometime. So So stay tuned for that.
0: So this is kind of out of the blue. I mean, it's in the realm of fasting, but what are your thoughts on dry fasting? Have you done any research into that? Have you tested that at all? What are your thoughts?
1: You mean without any water? Or any yeah, so liquids, dry fasting,
0: right? yeah, just no liquids with the fasting at all. So just really going kind of without...
1: Yeah. So from what I've read and the people that I've talked to is actually furthers that detoxification. So, but at the same time, it's a little bit more risky because you can't last more than I would say maybe five to seven days without water. Some people less, some people more, but you can last a long time without food. Um, the dry fasting scares me a little bit, um, just because I've done that in the past for 24 hours and you do feel a little bit miserable because one, you're dehydrated, mm-hmm. but you are getting some health benefits from that. I think, I think for me, the reason I'd, I went with the water fast, for example, was because you're still getting a ton of benefits compared to the dry fasting without feeling miserable. Um, but it, it just depends on the person. I know some people that would do a water fast, for example, for you know five or six days and then just do one day of a dry fast on yeah. top of that to kind of further that detoxification and that cleansing, if you will. Have you done that? Is that why you ask?
0: I kind of even want to qualify a little bit more than I've, I've never done a dry fast before. But something that I have been thinking about experimenting with is a dry intermittent fast. So that would mean that, you know, I would stop eating like my last meal would be 8 p.m. And then instead of just doing a regular intermittent fast, which means, you know, I wouldn't eat or drink. I wouldn't eat anything for the next 16 hours, but I would like drink some water or whatever just to go dry for the next 16 hours. But then, you know, during that eight hour window, eat and drink normally. So kind of a consistent, like maybe five to seven day dry intermittent fast.
1: Yeah, that seems more doable. Uh, I would definitely I recommend something like that uh, just, and just see how you feel. Um, you know, each like I said, we need to become our own self-experimenters and I think that's a great way of finding out what is optimal for you. I haven't done that yet, but that protocol might be, might be optimal for you.
0: Now, when you said like you kind of felt miserable after doing the dry fast and the, there's been times when you might feel miserable, but it's a good detox. Are you feeling miserable in some ways because your body's detoxing? It's kind of like releasing those toxins into your body. Like, can that have a reason why you're not feeling good?
1: Yeah, I think so. And it takes a while for your body to adjust. So just like on this water fast that I'm doing, it took a good, I think day four is when I woke up feeling really good. The first three days I felt okay, but your body needs time to adjust to whatever new protocol you're introducing it to. So I think it, that could be part of it, but just like any kind of change that's happening in your body, it does There there's a transitional period.
0: And how many more days is this fast for you going?
1: Uh, a little over 2 days.
0: <laughs> Do you have like a meal plans or have you not really thought about it?
1: <laughs> I'm I'm trying not to think about yeah, it. Yeah, did I just like ruin thing, everything <laughs> by like saying
0: turkey and mashed potatoes?
1: <laughs> No, because I'm – so I'm a single dad. I have two daughters and, they, and I have to feed them. So I'm feeding them all this delicious food. And so it's, 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 been, it's been hard for me making the food for them, smelling it, but not being able to eat it to be honest with you. Um, so I have thought about it, but I'm, I'm not going to put too much thought into it because here's the thing is a lot of people think, oh, yeah, it's just eat pizza and ice cream and cookies. <laughs> like, you know, just binge. But that's not what you want to do. No. You're gonna, your body's going to feel horrible. So I'm going to start out with a very small meal, uh, probably have some bulletproof coffee. And a ketogenic type of meal, first of all, because you, you got to understand you're running off of ketones, pure ketones right. uh, for the past you know five or six days. And if you just introduce a bolus of glucose right away, your body's going to feel miserable oh. and sluggish. So I'm going to slowly introduce maybe some carbs later on down the road, but I'm going to stick with keto uh, meals for the first maybe day or two and just smaller meals at first. So,
0: Well, Fire Nation, you're going to feel amazing if you stick around for the lightning round after we thank our sponsors. Square started out with a simple idea. The more they could help businesses succeed and grow, the more they would succeed and grow. With reliable, easy to use, and affordable hardware and software, Square lets you take payments from anywhere, any way your customers want to pay. You know what that means. You never miss a sale due to lack of payment options. Square's also got your back with up to $250 a month and free chargeback protection. Plus, there's no hidden fees, penalties, or commitments. You just pay for what you use, with one simple rate. Need your money fast? Square will even deposit your money instantly if you really need it. If you're looking for a point of sale software that gives you top level security and great customer support free of charge, then look no further. If you sign up now, you'll get free processing on your first $500 in sales at square.com fire. That's square.com fire. And one more time, square.com slash fire. Let me guess one of your goals for 2017 is to scale and grow your business. I love it. My one piece of advice, having a strong team to help support that growth is key. But where do you go to find qualified candidates that you can trust and rely on? ZipRecruiter.com is the place to go. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You can also find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and qualified candidates will start to roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. Face. Find out today why Zip Recruiter has been used by over one million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free by heading over to slash fire. That's slash fire. And one more time to try it for free, visit slash fire. Drew, are you prepared for the lightning rounds?
1: I'm ready, man. Let's do this. <laughs> what
0: was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: I think honestly it was it was the way I was raised. I was raised in an environment of, you know, you work 9 to 5 job and this is what is is less risky and this is what you're supposed to do. But in reality, I ended up getting laid off from my 9 to 5 job Oof. after college and that was way more riskier in my opinion. And so it was just letting go of all the stuff I learned it, it, since childhood. And just letting go of that and and being open to that risk. It's way
0: more risky because then you only have one set of skills, Fire Nation. When you're an entrepreneur, you are a Swiss army knife. You can adjust to anything. And Drew, what is the best advice you've ever received?
1: You know, people go where they're invited, but they stay where they're appreciated. And so what that means is people will go, you know, if you invite them somewhere, they'll go. But if if you want true relationships in your life, whether it's uh, with employees or people you work with, Making someone feel appreciated, they're going to stay with you, right? Instead of just inviting someone, they're going to come. But if you make them feel appreciated, you show appreciation for the little things, they're going to stay. And yes, that's marriage advice, but it's also relationship advice for almost anything, you know, anything that you can apply to.
0: What's a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: Meditation in the morning and daily routine. So here's what's funny. I make my bed first thing in the morning. I meditate, I do positive affirmations, a daily gratitude list, and take a hot, cold, hot shower.
0: Hot, cold, hot fire <laughs> nation. Hey, Drew, share an internet resource with our listeners.
1: You know what? I wouldn't say this is my area of expertise, to be honest with you. I, I ever know it's been good, but I mean, honestly, Asana and Slack have been the new ones for me that have helped me just uh, organize my businesses. So, but I'm assuming those are, are are already pretty well known.
0: If you could recommend one book to, of course, join fit to fat to fit on our bookshelves, what would it be and why?
1: You are a badass by Jen Sincero. If that one hasn't been talked about yet, it's a great book for almost any individual to realize their self-worth and realize that they are a badass. Can we say that? Yeah, we can say that.
0: We We can say that. (laughs) We can't say like the the bad nine ones, whatever those nine. nine Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Well, it's a great book. It's a great book that will help anyone uh, feel pumped up about themselves if they struggle with self-worth.
0: And it's actually an amazing audio book. They do a great job with the audio version of it. So highly recommended. And Drew, let's end today on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you. And then we'll say, bye-bye.
1: Yeah. So honestly, uh- i would I would recommend for everybody and suggest and these are these are just some life lessons that I have applied in my life recently is one is to learn how to be vulnerable and embrace it as a strength that'll change your life um, and that would be honestly my my uh, yeah I know everyone's expecting some kind of health tip or something like that, but honestly, you can't be healthy on the outside truly unless you're healthy on the inside first. that's my belief, and so taking care of yourself, your relationship with yourself, loving yourself, loving others, having true relationships in your life. Honestly, to me, is real health. No matter your size, no matter how much you weigh, it's it's about taking care of your health on the inside first and foremost, and that'll reflect on the outside over time. Um, people can find me at Fit to Fat to Fit. That's with the number two, so F I T number two, F A T number two, F I T on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. That's my website. That's my book name, and uh, the TV show though is Fit to Fat to Fit with T O in between.
0: Mm. A&E, you always going to be tricky, don't you? Well, Fire <laughs> Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with DM and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head on over to eofire.com and just type Drew in the search bar, and his show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore, and of course, head over to Fit too fat 2 fitcom Those are the number twos. And you'll see all that Drew has going on. Of course, all the social medias is fit to fat to fit And Drew, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thanks, JLD. See you guys.
0: Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Drew today. And if you are ready to turn your visitors into leads, visit fireup.com dot co to learn more and to sign up for our free service today. I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Ready to start growing your team in 2017? Zip Recruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses for good reason. And right now you can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free by going to ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire.